Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Bobcast. With you, as always, is Bob, live in the natural lounge, staring at the Ouija board. I'm not sure when this episode's going to air. We're like, you're like currently in the middle of like a trilogy of the return of Michael Karpowitz, which was a fun time. That was the first time I ever had a guest on the show out here in the woods. You know, I learned some things about you know technical aspects of the show, but it is super fun, man. I had such a great time doing that. Like three hours went by like that. Whereas, you know, when you're talking solo, you know, I can get 25, 28 minutes by myself, you know, but it's so nice to just listen to somebody else for a while. So I'm back doing a solo podcast right here because, you know, we're going to keep that flow going, but I'm only going to chime in when I got something that I want to share that I think is like going to be helpful for you, proficient for everyone to understand and all it takes is just a few moments of your time. I, uh, I'm getting better in general with most things in my life. So I used to have a very short temper, short fuse. I would lose it and not take it out on the person that was doing it to me, but all my other loved ones. And I would role play what I would say to this person and not want to like get those thoughts across. And it was just, you know, super, super bummer, you know what I mean? But, hold up, we're on second. We got some people here on the show. Hey, how you doing? How are you today? I like those sunglasses. Sometimes you, you get uh, folks, you see them when they walk by, and you, you just know, like, they're not, they're not really uh, into the podcasting. Microphones scare people. I get it. You know what I mean? I understand this. So I didn't engage. And also lost my thoughts completely. And that's also a part of podcasting, you know? I used to edit that stuff out, but dude, no more. No more. Don't do that to yourself. Get yourself in there right with God and go the path of the least resistance. So, okay. I have a hard time with authority. I, I always have, you know? I've gotten better at it, obviously. And I've always, you know, had a hard time, like being uh being made a fool of in the presence of others right we've all been there i mean you don't even have to have like you know a favorite color to know that you've had a moment of you know humility that sticks in your brain like you know it's right there it could have happened 30 years ago but it's right there at the front of your brain and you're just like completely freaked out you know what i mean hey don't and um yeah, that happened to me. Dude, that was embarrassing. I didn't even know somebody was there. I was, I got the microphone in my right hand and in my left hand, I was pulling up my drawers. Oh, but it looked like I had my hand in my pants. Oh, so embarrassing, dude. <laughs> it fits right into the theme of what we're talking about right here, you know? So, the other, it was like a week ago at work. I was filling in for another colleague of mine and I was hanging out with the film production crew and they needed me to move one of the um, building vehicles into a particular spot so they could capture a scene, an action scene that they were going to try to uh, capture on tape. I still say tape and I'm always going to say tape. People are like, what the hell are you talking about? There is no tape. There's tape. Okay. It's in my mind. 
so we we show we show up i pull in the the van the correct way we get out and we start to block the scenes blocking means you know figuring out where people are going to stand you know who's going to do what action and so forth you know so on and so forth excuse me so as soon as we do that some someone opens the door and shouts at me what are you doing don't you know we have testing inside and like i didn't know you know i mean obviously and this person was extremely irate with me, you know? And like, you know when someone's so mad that you see like actual steam, you know what I mean? Like like the cartoons of yesteryear, you can see the anger coming through the skin pores. And it's frightening, I got scared. You know, I have my sunglasses on, so I imagine you really couldn't see. I mean, I guess my, I have a huge forehead, so you know, they've gotta see when like I frowned, you know? Uh, so basically, you know, um, I, I try to speak, and one of the things I found out in therapy is my throat chakra has been closed for years, you know, and it's like I struggle to get my, if somebody hurts my feelings, I struggle to use the I word, you know, like, or ex excuse me, like just to be like, you know, uh, say for instance, the person's name out of the top of my head, Phil, Phil, you hurt my feelings. I feel like you hurt my feelings is what I'm trying to say. I could never do that. You know, I'm 43 years old. And if I had a problem with you, you may not even know it, you know what I mean? But like, occasionally I would, you know, like, uh, lash out at the person with anger and like, you know, my short temper and feel so embarrassed, you know, afterwards. And this particular time I did not. So I started the, you know, procedure of telling uh, the students we've got to move. And, you know, the students were like, wait a minute. And, um, we, we were making a plan and the door opened again and this person came out and screamed again and like said something to the, like the point of like, like now. And like, when you hear like, like those two words together, it uh, activates, you know, so many different levels of, uh, insanity, you know? And, and, uh, I, I, I got, I, I kept my cool cause I'm a professional, got in the van, parked it, told the students, uh, the gig is, uh, postponed for the time being. So, like, I go back to my office and I get, like, you know, some ice cold water out of the cooler. We got this nice water cooler at work, man. It's perfect temperature. It's cold, okay? It's cold on your lips, cold on your tongue. It's going down where you need it to, to hydrate you to your bones. And uh, I start to write an email. I'm not sure who I'm writing the email. Oh, yeah, I'm writing it to, like, uh, a union rep or somebody, you know, detailing how this person made me feel, detailing how I thought it was unprofessional to do that in front of students, blah, 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 blah. And then I finished it. And now, back in the day, send was just always, like, I couldn't wait to hit the button. But now in old age, I hope you're like me and you wait you don't hit the button. You don't hit send. Keep it in the drafts. You know how they say sleep on it? I, I never understood that shit. Because, like, uh, sleep, you're not even awake to think about what your problems are. You know what I mean? You got to think about your problems. You got to. You can't go sleep on it because then when you wake up, they're there again. So for me, in my OCD loop, I have to, like, try to figure out how to fix the problem in the moment. Oh. Yeah, man. So, like, I didn't send the email. And uh, I went home. 
watched a movie, fell asleep, woke up the next morning, definitely was talking out loud in the shower. I admit to that, and I'm not talking out loud to, I'm like, you know, role playing or using epithets or like, you know, curse words and just being a total jerk. And then I prayed on it. Okay. Now this is probably where I'm going to lose half of you because, you know, I sense disturbances in the force, but regardless, I'm here to let you know how prayer worked for me. Okay. So I let it go. Days go on and I'm proud of myself. I've learned to release this. I prayed on it. Please, God, take away this anxiety. I put it into the hands, like they say in the Bible. It literally says that. If you like research how the Bible deals with anxiety, prayer and petition, put it in the hands of God. Like, you know what I mean? It, it, like, we don't really, we're not taught about this stuff like in the way that really could change a young child's life. I mean, my son is being taught about God and Jesus at the Storehouse Church in Germantown Pike. And, you know, I've seen some of like the crossword puzzle activities and some of the art assignments. And it's great to have a knowledge of God and a knowledge of God in the positive and to the fact that if you, you know, like what is prayer? Prayer sometimes could be spoken out loud or in your head. And as we've talked about here on the show before, reciting something out loud it creates something it, it it can like will it into existence call it you know uh whatever you want like um some people call it the the law of attraction but there is something going on there that's like magical right so like i just like sleep on it whatever you know go about my way on the weekend probably told some people about it and that's a mistake we're praying to god about that too i need to silence myself and realize I'm not on a podcast all the time, you know, and like keep information to myself. And like, so, you know, I'm working on myself a whole week goes by. And then just yesterday I see this person because I was in the middle of the main lobby doing business and, uh, I see her face and, and uh, at first, like, I'm, I, I, I was shocked because her face went from, is that you, to so apologetic. Like, almost to the point where, like, this person could have been in tears. I could have been in tears. You know what I mean? And, like, just said, like, I'm so sorry. That was so unprofessional. I didn't mean to, you know? And, like, went down the whole list of things that I had said out loud in the shower. You know, and you know, I it would be unprofessional to give her. I just said her, but I'm sorry. But um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I shook her hand. You know, and I was like, "Thank you so much. It means so much to me." You know, but it had so many like sub layers to it. You know, she really got me, dude. Like her words were like fierce, like weapons. You know, like I talked about a few episodes ago. Words are weapons too, and when they're used correctly. Whew, Watch out, dude. Watch out. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, it, it felt good. It felt really good, man. And then later in the evening, I decided to put that energy back into the universe. You remember when the Phillies were in the World Series? Yeah, me too. And then we lost. It seemed like a dream, right? And it also seems like it happened so long ago. 
maybe just because it's like so still like post COVID, even though we pretend COVID, some people pretend like it never happened, but I just saw a sign today. It said, uh, get your vaccine shots here. Like with like, uh, arrows pointing up. It was a sign that somebody had forgotten to change. They left outside one of our buildings. Oh, my bad. I hope you're still there with me. Yeah, you are. Cool. I thought that I accidentally turned the mic off. So it goes. So later that evening, I decided to, you know, give all the energy that I just received back into the universe by doing the same, by me apologizing to somebody. So Phillies were in the World Series a long time ago, and I was part of this project where um, I would go around to all of the schools and film students you know cheering for the phillies you know it was a big deal you know the world series woo home run you know and like all this like great stuff and the last shoot was like at this big baseball diamond right and i gotta go around i gotta get the kids hype and i'm nervous dude like you know people think that like you know i'm like they're like you're so brave up there i'm like i still get sometimes nervous i'm nervous to trip fall whatever because i'm trying to get the shot right i ain't got no like uh I got no wheels. I got nothing like that where I could do something. Hold up real quick. What's up, y'all? How you doing? Y'all good? You want to get on this podcast real quick? Oh, you're really good? Yeah, he's good. Come over here real quick, bro. What podcast? It's called The Bobcast from Philadelphia. What are you guys doing? Me, who, who am I with? I'm with you guys now. <laughs> what you guys do? Talk about current events. Talk about, like, you know, whatever. Where you go to school at? What's your name? College of Charleston. Yeah? Yeah. What do you do? Exercise science. That's awesome, dude. What, tell me, like, you know, give me, like, two sentences, like, as to what exactly somebody would seek out if they were going to hire you. Um, they're trying to get strong. That's, like, a fancy, new, like, word of calling, like, personal trainer is the, the, the science. What did you call it again? What? What's the name of the profession? Well, it's not a, it's not, I guess it's not really a profession. It's yeah. more of, like, that's, like, my major at school. Oh, I didn't even, that's what I'm saying. I never even heard of that before. What's it called again? Your major. Exercise science. Dude, that's awesome. What's your major, dude? What's your name? Finance. My name is Max. Okay. <laughs> Finance. I knew you. Let me see if I can guess your major. Partying. Uh, finance. <laughs> well. First off, I love the macho man Randy Savage glasses you got there. Cup of coffee yeah. in the big time, huh? That's what we go for. Where do you guys all go to school at? The same place? Nah, I go to Penn State. Penn I go to State. Temple. He goes to Charles. Yeah. I, I went to Temple. What do you think about it? You like it? That's uh, pretty nice. Yeah. I would. I actually do like it, but the campus can get. Is a shithole, you know. <laughs> why? Why is it shithole? I mean, there's just like shootings all the time. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that, dude? You know, I mean, it's a new thing. You seem like the smartest guy in the group. How do you think we could stop shootings here in Philadelphia? Honestly, I I don't know. I don't. I don't really have like much opinion on like the shooting. Like, I don't know how I would work around that. Honestly, anybody got opinion? Anybody? No. I got opinion. You can vote for it, all right? And then I'll let you guys go along your way. Obviously, we can't get rid of guns, right? But we can change the price of bullets. What would be a fair price, in your opinion, for a bullet? In my opinion, it would be five hundred dollars a bullet. Oh, yes or no? Put your I hands up. Zero idea. I, no I, just, I don't know guns. how much they cost. So I don't own a single. Gun. Relatively cheap. I don't own guns either. I think, like, if we're talking like like that shit, like I'm thinking about school shootings now. Like, I feel like that would help with that. Then, like, I'd be in favor of that because then, like, the like younger kids, like. It's hard for them to get five hundred. I mean, like for some, probably not. But like, yeah, it would it would just well, make it like I feel like that minimizes like school shootings. Dude, I knew you were the smartest guy in the group. 
that's the right answer, dude. Exactly. It would minimize school shootings completely because you couldn't just go, you can get an AR, you know, 10 like online and shit, but then the yeah, bullets are expensive. Oh, yeah. Just the same yeah, way. It's also just making it more expensive for like people that don't have as much money to get bullets mm. that like rightfully deserve like mm-hmm. ammo. You know what I mean? There's like, it's I don't know anything. I don't know anything. Just about like guns. a fine line. I don't, I, Neither I, do I, I don't own one. I don't own a gun. I don't own a gun. I'm in support of guns 100%, but mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think there should be school shootings, though. So, like, school shootings start in 1999, Columbine, right? Everybody thought maybe this is just a one-off thing. It was blamed on Marilyn Manson, blamed on The Matrix, but school then it continued. Just because everyone's going fucking crazy nowadays, you know? Do you think it's because, like, uh, back in the day, like, my parents' generation, they used to always be like, you know, uh, what, what, if you do that, what do you, if somebody tells you to go jump off the country bridge, you're going to do that, too? You know what I mean? Like, so, like... In other words, I'm saying, like, do they do this because they think it's like a fad or like a TikTok challenge where they feel like they got to fulfill it? Just fucking crazy. I know. It's weird, right? Like the world today, you know what I mean? I think it's It's all with like technology, social media. Like everyone's not, yeah, their mental health is just not there. And then they want to make, they want to make a name for themselves. They want to, they want to. It's all part of the agenda. It's all part of the agenda. Dude, I really enjoyed this uh, brief uh, show. It's uh, the underscore Bobcast on Instagram. Nice check it out it'll be out next week i'm on spotify if you check out the bobcast i got my sunglasses on my one eye's all big all right you guys did great take care all right i'm getting better at these wooded interviews huh these wooded interviews with robert cahill those were some young nice guys who were excited kind of scared in the beginning but then we really started the pod and it's fun when that happens you know what i mean when you break on through to somebody else and the one guy, I, I, I called him the smartest guy in the group. He was the smartest guy in the group because he went right for what I was about to say. If you make bullets $500, $1,000 a bullet, whatever, kids couldn't afford it to go and shoot up these schools. And, like, you know, I, I do have an opinion on guns, and it sucks. That's it. It sucks. I was listening to this podcast the other day about... Um, uh, Rain Wilson, who played Dwight Schrute, he's got this book out on spirituality and God and stuff like that. And one of the main gripes he details in his book that people have in general who are non-believers against God is like, how could God exist if he's have all these tragedies in the Ukraine? How could God exist if, with all this brutality and school violence? And, uh, and it's like, he breaks it down how it's not God who has done this and it's man and it is truly God who has kept us from being in a state of total chaos and total anarchy and total just ruin in the world. That made a lot of sense to me, and it makes a lot of sense to you if you're with me now. You know what I mean? But basically, I prayed, dude, and she came up to me, and it was such a genuine moment, you know? It wasn't just one of those like, hey, I'm sorry, please don't get me in trouble. Oh, you know, it wasn't like that at all. I felt... I felt good, right? So later in the evening, I'm sorry, that's where we're at the story. You know, uh, the Phillies were in the World Series, right? I'm filming this big sequence, right? I'm running around a baseball diamond. And as I run around the diamond, I'm unaware completely because I'm focusing on the shot and the children. This is day five of five. I've been running around shooting this whole thing. So basically, like, I run past third base and the kids are getting hyped, dude. I'm getting them hyped. I'm getting great footage and they bum rush me right so the circle collapses kind of and they're all coming at me like a mosh pit 
and then uh, I accidentally, if there's one of the major news stations here in Philadelphia, I won't say which one, and I won't say which news anchor, but I went in and I ruined the shot when the kids bum rushed me. I fell into their frame. <laughs> I thought it looked cool, but this news anchor I had heard was furious with me. And, you know, I, um, I waited until the perfect moment and I saw this person that same day that I received an apology. I gave an apology when I went up and said, excuse me, I want to apologize for ruining the shot. And we talked about it. And that was that, you know, like, I, you know, felt good about it because I could tell that sometimes like, you know, I mean, something as small as that, you know, like something about forgiveness like that, you gotta, you gotta get into, you know what I mean? So like in the, in the nutshell, I mean, the whole day was really worth it. And yeah, I, I had to chime in here real quick. I'm going to leave you at Bell's Mills because this is just going to be one of those mini, mini sodes because you're in the middle of the Mickey Komperwitz. What do you see? Like, I don't know when this episode is going to air, but part two was very disturbing. My name's Bob, and this has been another episode of The Bobcast. Step up, enjoy the show. On your marks, get set, go. Pedal to the metal, never take it slow. Where we're going, we don't need no roads. Hold on to your hat, that's right. We're from supersonic flight to the speed of light. Come on, when we hit you with the force of a great white fight, then it's Christmas where you have a good night. Sign over to your old ways. Welcome to the magic happy hour where it's always Friday. Thank the deity of the mortuary, lavish lifestyle, living a perpetual party. We can't stop this too dangerous. The way we're getting down, so contagious. Seriously, can you really blame us? Got it going on, so outrageous. If I can sing a famous pop song, then I can sing your favorite pop song. I can fix your broken heart, girl. Love is everything in the entire world. Jump on your chance, get it on when the beat is dropping. Get it on, get it done, got the whole scene jumping on the dance floor. No worry, no problem, no pressure, no stress, no doubt. It's a killer for your blessed by high life form from the heavens without more. Shocking like a lady won't strike from a thunderstorm. Party on it, keep the cameras on, cause you won't believe your vibes when they play this song. Got the good vibrations all night long, with the positive energy and never go wrong. We won't quit doing what we do best, we're the best at doing it. No offense, so basically there's us and the rest are with the lights out, it gets intense. If I can sing a famous pop song, then I can sing your favorite pop song.
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Bobcast. With you, as always, is Bob, live in the natural lounge, staring at the Ouija board. So I'm fresh from church, okay? You ever been fresh from church? Some people get fresh before they go to church. I woke up today to the news that there was no water pressure because there was an accident on Germantown Pike. So it didn't start off like, you know, on the way that I wanted to. But you know what? It did start off correctly. Hence why I'm here podcasting to pay testimony to it. You know what I mean? Like, I used to have such negative thoughts about the day, Sunday. Going back to work tomorrow. Tomorrow I got a big assignment. I got all this stuff I got to do. You don't feel like doing it. You feel like spending more time with yourself, your family, your dogs, your cats, whatever. And Sunday was always just a day of like reckoning for me, just being like, God, I got to go and face all this again. But not since I allowed God back into my life. And, you know, like, that's just the thing is Storehouse Church. I look forward to it, man. So like I, I go to both services now, like I'll stick around for the second and I'll chat with people, you know, and like everybody I met there and continue to meet there. They're just awesome. And today, Pastor Jameson, he was talking about parenting and like things. This is why I like the church too, man. Okay. It's like they talk about real stuff, just like this show, you know, just like your favorite podcast. It's information. Matter of fact, Storehouse Church is on Spotify. You can listen to it. And like, you know, being a parent is tough. And like he, Pastor Jameson really predicates the point that like none of us in the room are perfect parents. You know what I mean? It's a hard gig. It's probably the hardest gig there is. And, you know, one of the things that like he, he spoke about that really just stands out to me is like speaking about God in front of your children in a way that is positive. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's a positive vibration. You're feeling that frequency. You're feeling that motion of connection you want to be there you want to have that we, we want to talk to, i want to talk to people you know what i mean i want community i was so anti-community for so long because of you know my unwellness <laughs> yeah so like he's talking about being non-perfect parents in a non-perfect world and like it's tough there's all these expectations there's all this stress anxiety he talked about like having like whatever you, like your kids see you do, if they think that they're, you're doing it in the right way, they mimic it. So if they see you eat a certain way, they're going to eat that way. If they see you exercise a certain way, they're going to see you exercise. They're going to do everything they can if you're being a positive influence in their life, right? So the thing that's just so special about it is, is like, it's a difficult thing to navigate the tasks that unfold daily as a parent, especially like say, for instance, some people don't have parents. They have, you know, they don't have a relationship with their parents. Their parents, you know, weren't their parents. They were step parents. There's so many different variant forms of parenting. You know what I mean? Especially in 2023, you know what I mean? So like there's multi families, you know, multi units, but at the core of it, what Pastor Jameson said was, is the parent needs to look out for the other kid's heart. And like really the heart is the heart. Like if you think about the heart chakra, like that's also like where Jesus is, is the Jesus chakra. You know what I mean? Like he loves you. You know what I mean? So, I mean, just accept the love. For some people, it's hard to accept the love. For some people, they feel as if they're not doing enough to practice their faith, to receive 
any bounty that may come their way. I've never been concerned about the bounty. Never been concerned about that. You've heard me talk about it here before. I'd rather be a good person here on earth if God bestows such amazing things to me. Yes, I'll take it. Kingdom of heaven is mine. But I'd rather do influence here now in a positive way. And I'm starting to realize, especially post-BAP, that you're supposed to talk about God. You know what I mean? We live in a society society now where like God's not at the tip of our tongues no more. It's not something that we talk about out loud. There's some friends of mine that I've known for 30 years. We've never had a conversation about God. You know what I mean? Like, what? But basically, he says parenting is looking out for the heart of your child. You know, like, it is, it's like he had so many great examples today. And I encourage you to go listen to it. I don't want to spoil all of his spots. But I mean, like, there was this one, one thing, too, where he's like, um, oh, what did he say? A couple things. I don't want to give it all away. There was thing. It's so hard. Like after nine p.m. Oh yes, yes, I know now. So like with some people, like you know, like as a parent, you're always doing this thing where there's like consequences, right? And after a while, the kid starts to realize the consequences don't really mean nothing. Shit, you know what I mean? Like, excuse me, God. But you know what I'm saying? Like, um, it don't mean nothing. You know what I mean? The kid's just like whatever. Like you'll be like, if you don't put these dishes away from the dishwasher, you will not play PlayStation until you're a teenager. You know, like these expectations. And, and I myself am guilty of that. I've said that to my son numerous times. And I'm just like, dude, that's not a good way of parenting. You know what I mean? I mean, look, I'm not. There's lots of forms of bad parenting, but it's like to be able to encourage the kid to understand what's going on. In, like it's it's important to convey your emotion to the young child because the young child is totally susceptible to, towards it. Like they pick up on all of our energies, you know? My son picks up on all of my stuff. Like he's got, he picks his nails, you know, he's got that nervous energy sometimes. Like it's just, it's wild, you know what I mean? Like how much they mimic your DNA and put it into like some sort of like comedy show, you know what I mean? Sometimes you just, you got to laugh at it because it's just so magnificent really to behold. And, you know, uh, I just, I felt so good after church, you know? There's no other way to really describe it. I used to really, you know, I'll say it again. I'll say it again. I used to hate Sundays. And Sundays are now like a, it's a good way to like end the week. You know what I mean? Like when you end the week, like you, you're putting a cap on it. You know what I mean? And you're starting fresh and anew in the new like week, the new year, whatever you want to call it, you know? Let's see what up with these guys. What's up? How you guys doing? Good. What's your dog's name? Benji? Benji, you want to be on the podcast? Benji, just stay up. Oh, Benji's sitting down staring right at me. Can I get a paw? I have no food. Oh, I'm so sorry. I have no biscuit. <laughs> so cute. Uh, I think Benji. Benji? Yeah. Oh, Benji. Benji wants to come with me. I'm sorry. You guys have any treats? Yeah, we do. Can I? Benji, come here. Look, treat over here. All right, man. Have a good one. Going, so that was fun. Dog scratched me right on my mosquito bite. I'm not mad. You know what I mean? Oh, oh Benji. <laughs> Benji came back. All right, Benji. Until we see each other again. Good times, though. It's quite a few people here. Lots of people on the trail. It's really cool, like on a Sunday, to see everyone gathered here. I used to not come because I was anti, like, this is my place. 
I'm not that way no more. Matter of fact, dude, you know what? I watched one of those Facebook memories the other day. This is when you know that you've broken free of constraints of your ego is when you watch something back from yourself. Like I used to do these like Facebook live things a lot in the beginning when the feature first came available. Dude, I'm such a ham in it. You know what I mean? Like this is like, you know, real life right now. We're talking just you and I, but like, I was so concerned with myself. I was so concerned with, uh, the bands I was playing in the gigs I was putting on. And I understand that for some, like it's their whole, personality is you know the performance for me like recently like um i've come to know that some people like musicians for example they'll watch the tape or excuse me the you know recording 2023 audience of their performance over and over again analyzing it self-criticizing and like you know sometimes gloating who knows in the early days of the Downtown Harvest, I used to watch video footage and then I would get discouraged about the memory that was happening on stage because it unfolded spectacularly on stage in my mind. But like, you know, when you watch a recording, it's like a 2D, you know, you're not there, you're not feeling it. And you most certainly aren't getting like the sounds of like the audience, like the way that you, it feels when you're on stage. <sighs> Basically, in a nutshell, it's like, I, I want to thank God without a doubt for like giving me the ability to make art and move on. It didn't happen like that so easy because as I was saying in those Facebook memories, I was so freaking, I, I was concerned with myself and myself only. And it just, it got to a point where, you know, I just, I couldn't deal with it no more. You know, like I'm very thankful that I was able to have that experience early in my life or in the middle of my life. Because it's not good to go about life thinking you're the only one that matters. I catch myself doing it, looking at my hair in the mirror, checking my, my beard out, seeing how good, you know. I've got many features of myself that I don't like, and I also look at them as well, you know. And it's too much time focusing on the skin bag, you know what I mean? Like the, if you really like, t like close your eyes and really think about like, if you had, a, if you don't believe in God, that's all good, you know what I mean? Just like humor me for a little bit here. Close your eyes, take a deep breath, and imagine what your soul looks like. And describe it in detail, out loud to yourself right now. Most people probably associate it with light, color. You know what I mean? Like, there's a movie about it by Disney, and it looks like a, what, a little tadpole or something? I don't even know, but you know what I mean? Like, sometimes I think about prayer and all that stuff, like all the prayer and different elements of reconnecting with God. And they're all connected, of course. You know what I mean? Like the whole point is to get you closer back to whatever that source is. And that's the hard thing that people get all misconstrued with is the, they start to build sides and they start to put up flags on their F-150 trucks and they start to take a simple message and misconstrue it into their own directive, you know? And like the world is unfortunately a very evil place at the time of 2023. It just seems like I remember as a kid, like thinking about man, like in 1990, 
the 1990s, like after Rodney King thinking to myself, my God, we're going to fix this racism thing. We're going to do it. You know, it was very, I was just so upset, you know, about that, you know? And like, I just, I could never get to, as a young teenager, I could never understand it of why I felt such enormous weight on this, because it is true. We're all cut from the same cloth. You know what I'm saying? And like, we're destroying ourselves, destroying each other. And you're destroying literally the it that is us. You know what I mean? And like, I, I see it, you know, I don't see it as much as I used to, but I do see it. And when I see it, I need the courage to call it out against other white people sometimes, especially it's, it's the worst feeling in the world when it happens in a room and people say it like a little joke. I will not do that no more. You know, I will never do that, you know? And like color has nothing to do with soul. Like my soul, that description I was talking to you guys about, like, you know, in your mind's eye of what it looks like. Mind doesn't have color. It's a feeling. It's a it's a vibe. Source energy of just sometimes like there's like these colors that yeah, you can't describe. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't know what that is because you've never seen something so spectacular because you don't lean into it like you should. I didn't. I didn't lean into it. I was scared of it. I was hypercritical of it to the point where I would just nah, not for me, man. Not for me. Dude, I'm passing this uh, part right here. I was on the phone one night with my friend and all these bikes came up. I think I talked about it on the podcast. I'll never forget that for the rest of my life. It gave me goosebumps, dude. It looked like E.T. coming straight at me. You know what I mean? But in a nutshell, sometimes the Sunday vibe is feeling good, you know? It's feeling good. And when you have these types of, you know, feelings... You need to share them with people. I do this, right? I do the podcast. But if you don't like podcasting, that's okay. You know, but like when you go to the store to get some snacks for your kids, try to talk to somebody like new, you know, or somebody that's a total stranger. And not you don't have to come off all creep. I know that like, you know, some people, oh, it's just, it's too weird. It's not weird when you think of it like that, the it that is us, you know what I mean? The it that is us is the one that, you know, we should be like focusing on because I, I just don't see it any other way. And I try to engage in that type of conversation when I meet new people or if I get their business card or if I do anything. And that's how I uh, exalt God in seeing him in everything, dude. You know, I mean, it's a, it's a lot easier your path when you allow yourself to just accept these things and for me i mean i know i'm sounding preachy because it's sunday but you know whatever hey guys don't hi sometimes the thing that they say about my religion too is like you got to talk about it with other people you know and it's like i used to like never want to do that you know i didn't want to jehovah i didn't want to do any of that stuff but i mean wow somebody just wrote in rock on the rock bench here fills with an arrow going up it's bizarre totally bizarre that people would want to <laughs> do graffiti with natural objects but anyway this is going to be a short one because you know i do believe that uh y'all out there 
are all tuned into this power, this message, you know what I mean? Because sometimes it's for the best for some people to just get down to... Oh, here comes some more people real quick. Let me just say hello. This is an awesome idea for a picnic right here. You want me to take your picture? I'm a good photographer. All right, all right. I know that sounded really creepy, right? God, I was so creepy right there. But it just looks so picture perfect. Bizarre. Anyway, my name's Bob, and this has been another episode of the Bobcast. <laughs>